back for another The Mad Awesome Show, where we said we weren't a monthly podcast, but <laughs> here we are, almost exactly one month later. Tila, how you doing? Good, man. I've been missing this. I ain't going to lie. This one month thing ain't working out. <laughs> yeah, and it's, I mean, it, it's just a consistent, perfect storm of things happening, and I've been really sick for the last couple of weeks, but we've, one of the nice things about this is we're going to be able to talk about, and we might just as well jump into it. We're going to be able to talk about the crate raid with really like a, a fuller perspective. Like the rewards have already gotten figured out. The team comps have already been kind of nailed down. All the bug fixes are pretty much done. We, we have kind of this interesting opportunity to have a fuller view of the raid than trying to digest it piece by piece by piece because there were there were a lot of things with it and I I guess I'll go ahead and give my opinion right away like I'm I'm pretty positive about it like I've I've been really happy with most most things that have come out of uh, that development so yeah Tila we'll start right into it what do you think of the crate raid I, I actually really really like it um, I'm not the the biggest advocate when it comes to PVE I like PVP a lot better. Uh, AK territory battles, I hate them, but I don't hate them, but it's not my favorite. But the raid, I really, really like. Um, I mentioned it a couple places too. It gives us something to do constantly, and that's what I wanted in game. Uh, obviously, we we have a set amount of times we can attack it, but you can attack it within a what three is it three days, two, two and a half? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a three day timer, it's like two yeah, hours and 23 hours or whatever. Yeah, so you got a three-day time period to do it whenever you want. You can space them out. You can do your Java team first, and then you can go down the list, do the Mandalorians later. But it gives you something to always do in-game, and I, I like that a lot. Yeah, I, I mean, we could probably sit here and make a pros and cons list, but that is really one of the big uh, pros to it. And that's it's something that I've been kind of harping on CG for a while about in regards to what, what their new content is. I, they've done this in almost every regard, but there's still a few lingering things out, and I'm looking at you, Fleet Arena, where I want everything in game to have at least a time span of 24 hours to do it. Like, I, that, that, it just makes it a lot simpler where, you know, I have a job where I can't really spend a lot of time on my phone, so I have to do it essentially at one time during the day where I actually sit down and play. And now, and then we'll need to talk about time in game later, but now if need be i can do the raid do conquest do gac and tw well kind of tw and um and tb all in the same block like i i can't i can do them separately that's also an option so there's a lot of flexibility and i think that really enhances the the overall viability for each player rather than being tied to one specific time and you either you know get it awesome or you don't and you know screw you so uh, that's definitely a big plus. And, and, and Blackfire in the chat's bringing up a good point too. He says, "Con, uh, the game is now like a full time second job." I could definitely see that, and like this week especially, like we we feel that grind. But the only good thing, it's like Calvin was saying, it's like we as long as they give us enough time, we can make time. You know, it, it's a game we all enjoy. We're playing it for a reason. As long as as long as it's not like the old school raid where you had like fifteen or twenty minutes to hit it. And then you you would get stuck with bad rewards or be at the bottom. This gives you at least a, a three day window to hit this. So you you're gonna have time in those three day windows to actually participate in it. Yeah, I would. Yeah, so I, I mean, I guess we, we can pivot maybe back to the crate raid, but 
timing game is finally a problem for me. Like it, it is, it is too much. So, and it's not, it's not really a crate raid problem specifically. I wouldn't say because, like, like you're saying, the three day time span is honestly pretty cool and whatnot. But they, yeah, there's just too much, and I, I genuinely enjoy all of it. Like, I don't, I don't think of, and this is weird. I don't think of conquest as a chore. I actually genuinely enjoy conquest. Uh, I, I love the actual plane of the raid and i think it might get old here yeah. shortly but we're we're in a pretty sweet spot right now uh, or at least i am where i'm not in the i don't know anything this kind of sucks my scores aren't good and i'm also not in the place that we were with um heroic sith raid where it was just like gosh i guess i'll do slkr again for literally the hundredth time so we're, we're at a point where it's it's rewarding because i'm now having to figure out all the mechanics both between the raid and between the teams that I'm using and I'm getting higher and higher scores every time. And it's, it's, just, it's a good feeling. Like I am, I am enjoying the raid a lot as of like right now, but time, time and game, it, it's, it's, it's bad. Like I, I came home, I came home from work yesterday. I got home at like a five or so uh, pretty much immediately started playing and just started autoing everything, not up the raid or like Reva, but like a lot of TV, a lot of conquest. I was just autoing, and dude, I was like no content creation. I was on my computer until nine o'clock. Like it, it, it's it's a lot, and I I was okay. I was really okay with the oh, just it can just you can just auto it like that whole line for a long time. But my gosh, I'm autoing like sixty battles a day, and it's it's a lot of time babysitting. And it goes goes with a good point we had last podcast uh, when we talked to Meathead that sim button on conquest would come in so clutch right about oh, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah being it being able to do that, obviously we would need to get red crate first. You would still have to engage, but that would just cut our time in half big time. But uh, I'm I'm right there with you too. Like anywhere I can kind of get an edge not to play a little bit, I'm taking it. Like. No shade. Hopefully, nobody in port except for you is here. But like TB, TB this route. Oh, some of them definitely. If they're not listening right now, they'll be listening later. But I will. I'll fully admit it here. Sorry, bro. Like, I auto like ninety percent of my battles. Half the time I don't do them because we already preloading or we already got three stars, and I'm a habitual. Just every within the last two or three hours, I'll do my TB battles. It's just that's the time it works out for me, but it works out because every once in a while we'll have it all done, and I'm like, okay, I guess I don't even have to deploy. We're good. <laughs> well, and I, I I I don't feel bad, and I also am not afraid to admit that because I haven't done my battles today, and I'm number ten for waves. So, it, it like it, I'm not like going in autoing for zeros. I think I very consistently get twos and ones. On on the on the waves, I, I should start doing that too. I could start hitting it a little bit earlier if I auto it. <laughs> no, but yeah, I, well, I there is. I mean, I've been doing this for a while now, probably before port, but I've gotten to this point because I literally have to do it. Like, if I want to make, if I have nothing else going on in the evening, and I mean nothing, then I I auto it and I'm done at nine, and then I can make one video, and then I can go to bed. Like that's that's my schedule. So if I if I have to do these battles manually, I don't get to make videos or I don't get to do anything else. No, I can 100% see it. And it's not like the battles aren't bad either. Like, I enjoy doing the TV battles, but it's just like, 
I don't know. I need a break somewhere. It's a lot of stuff. Well, and it, if I had more free time, I actually would enjoy it. Like one of the things, the one battle that I have been doing manually, obviously besides Revive, I figured that would probably go uh, without question. But the one that I have been doing manually because I, I, it is too fun for me to auto is actually Trench. Trench is really fun uh, in the new TV, especially on Dathomir, because you have like multiple ways, you have a ton of survivability and then multiple ways to stop revives. That that team is pretty fun. Like I've been, I did that, I think manually, I, think, I guess I probably did it the one day, but I, I've been doing uh, Trench multiple times. I still haven't put gear into Trench. I was saving it for, for Reva and saving it for other stuff too that I kind of wanted to gear up first. And I want I wanted to see how he performed too, but it, he looks interesting. He was a he was a menace on defense with certain comps in five v five. Well, I'll I'll tell you one thing. If you waited this long, you probably just don't use him because he is right now. The, my my you know solidified opinion on him is that he's going to be he his comp is going to be worth doing um, while he has the datacron. The second he loses the datacron, that team is not worth it anymore. Like it is, it is just barely, it is just barely worth using, at least in GAC. TW might be a different story, but um, like it's, it's beating targets just high enough with the Datacron that is able to excuse putting Watt and Newt on it. And there's no way that's going to stay after it's gone. Yeah. And that's the one I ran into is that Watt, that Watt Newt team. And that was absolutely disgusting. Kind of, kind of stonewalled me. Um, when they don't have bot in there, that's just Wapa food all day. Yeah, and it, it is really interesting how that works, actually. And I, um, there's actually been some times where even in 3v3, I can afford that pretty well. Um, and I, in fact, it bit me in the butt one time that I didn't do it. I had C on offense, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'll probably use C uh, with Watts. So I'll, I'll leave GBA on defense and like GBA Dooku, and I'm sure that'll be fine. Not only is that separatist comp weaker or that trench comp weaker but my opponent placed jmk who lo and behold you don't use watt for jmk you use gba so um yeah so all i have to say trench with datacron very good worth it uh trench without datacron you you probably don't even bother yeah no absolutely uh but yeah so we we pivoted pretty hard off the raid, and I guess we can come back now. Um, so I, you like it? Is that what you said? I, I like it a lot, and I like the aspect that it's you have to take in multiple teams. Like, you're going in there fresh every time. There's never going to be a situation where you just have SLKR, and you could just do the whole raid with one team. And it's just a matter of everybody getting the exact same score. And it's just random who gets number one. Like this one, you put the investment, you put the time, you learn the comp, you learned your mods and how your your battles operate. And it's, it really pays off effort. And I like that. Obviously, I'm probably not going to ever hit number one, especially in our guild. Like some of these guys have ridiculous sets of the teams needed. But I, I'm glad it rewards those people that put the effort into the raid. I, I feel like that's a lot more fair than just having one team go in there and it's equal to everybody else. Yeah. Well, so that's, that, that's, yeah, the whole other thing is the, the way it is structured compared to how every other raid was structured, where it was you competing against your guild rather than almost like, I, I really like the model of competing against yourself 
And they, they even made it pretty visible in this current raid where you go in and it shows you where your last previous attempt was. So you can try to like outdo yourself this time or like you can kind of see what you need to upgrade. And I've heard a lot, like a lot of complaints, not a lot. I've heard a few complaints about people not liking how much CG is essentially putting this raid in a box because they're saying, all right, not only you can only use these factions, you can only use these many attempts, and you can only get this high in scoring. But I don't know if it's just like my accounting personality, but gosh, I love boundaries and like limitations on stuff. Like it, it just it just makes it so clear um, from a planning perspective. It tells me exactly what I need to do. It, it, it it's, it's just a lot easier, and I don't. I'm glad that it's not just finding out what the broken team is or the broken cheese team is like the Jedi and I, like I use the Jedi Anakin Knights thing and I loved it for the time being, but um, I, I'm really, I'm okay. I really like looking at my roster and saying, all right, if I take you, you and you to R8 specifically the Java team, I am guaranteed one more reward thing. And I don't have to worry about what anyone else in the guild is doing. I, I, I don't like that. It, it does matter for, you know, the overall track and that's true. But like, that will not stop me from getting, you know, one more impulse detector per raid if I make this investment. So that part is pretty cool. Yeah, no, 100%. And then I like it, too. It's like I, I like that the strategy to it, too. Like you can have the same team, but it's your mods, your the way you play into it, too. Like me just even playing it a couple of times. Like I learned the process that I like for my roster. I like using the basic on the bombs first with my Boba, then going in there with Java using his basic and then just kind of repeating a process to always hit that top number. And it's funny too. I like the RNG aspect of it too with the, the crits or like depending on how you mod your, your guys. I, I've done it to where I've gotten the max crate first try, but I've done it where I have messed up and I've done it six times and I haven't even got the max number. And I like that it gives you the option when you're in a hurry, for instance, I got close enough, I can submit it. Or you can go in there, do the retry too of the process. It's not like the old raids where you would have to go in airplane mode and take it back or depending on whatever you had to do. It's an in-game process. You stay in the app and it lets you restart the process too. I like that too. And it's not time restraint to where you're stressing out. It's like, oh my goodness, if I back out now, I'm not going to get those max rewards. You can go in there, take your time, do it right. It, I don't know. I like I like this the way the raid operates a lot better than the old system. Well, and this, it's really cool that w what we're talking about right now. It's not even. I mean, so you mentioned like raid mechanics and whatnot, but a lot of a lot of this, you know, the three day limit, the not competing against your guilds, having very clear you know expectations or whatever that's going to be consistent with every raid that we get from now on. Like that's, that's not, those aren't specific to the crate raid. Those are all part of, you know, this new system where, uh, you know, the factions are going to change sure. And, and they might even change what, what your max score is or what, what team or not. Well, yeah, what teams you can take in or maybe they might even change how many teams you can take in. If they try to do more factions or something like that, they want people to build more, but yeah, all of that's going to be like consistent and is going to stick around throughout the other um, throughout other raids. So yeah, I big win, and I agree with you on mechanics too. I, I think the raid is very very fun from uh, both 
what is happening on the field with like the minds and whatnot. But also I really like all how the match changes and you kind of have to relearn the same phase, maybe four or five different times with different factions, because one of the most important things for most of the, the factions is being able to have a bomb ready so that you can cleanse everything um, as soon as you get the, the venom or whatever. Jawas dispo themselves. You, you you don't need to do that. Like, you really don't. Like, you can just so that people don't have it when they're assisting or whatever, but that's not crucial to their run. So that part I really like because what I feel like what that does is, whereas the old raids, they had... Um, the old raids, they had like four different phases that we all had to kind of learn out. CG only really had to make one phase, but they still made like five variations of one puzzle. So it still, it still involves a lot of interaction. It still involves a lot of learning, but it doesn't, without all the hard work and labor for them and not like the like strenuous thing of us having to sit through four phases or whatever. Yeah, no, 100%. And I, I really like the model of this whole raid in general. Like, it, it opens it up for so much creativity with the developers. Like, I, I bet you this was so much easier for them to make than the old type of raids that they had to do. And then at the same time, it, it, it creates it to where you're forcing people to invest in the teams that they want, which they probably like too, where it's not just one singular team. And then on top of that, it's like, I bet you they're going to have better turnarounds when it comes to raids. Um, having the same aspect, they can use big animals or beasts from Star Wars lore going on to the next one, having a whole new set of teams. And it also gives people an opportunity to build up too. Like if they have the next one be the next step of this evolution of raid or even have them do it around the same thing. I don't know. Like I really, really like this aspect of the raids. I, I think they're going to have a lot more creativity and a lot better turnaround than they did before. Oh, oh, definitely, hundred percent. I, I think we even like we can pull up old, like really old interviews with CG around the time that Heroic Sith Raid came out, and they put they put a lot of work into the the Sith Raid. It was, it was towards the beginning of the game, and one of their big complaints was, and they didn't release this until like you know maybe a year or two after when we weren't getting any raids. You know, like why are we getting more raids or whatever? It seemed like they were really kicking off, and CG's response was, "You beat it." in significantly less time than it took us to develop it. And what that told them and what that tells me is that's not a sustainable model. Like I, I couldn't do that in my job where like I do, I do a lot of like reporting and reconciling. And if it takes me longer to reconcile something than the time to get, that it's happened, I will never get it done on time. And I will, I will never be caught up. Like that's never get, like, that's not sustainable. You have to be able to, you can't bite off more than you can chew. And again, that's where having one phase in a limited number of factions, not only do we actually get a raid, but we should be able to get them much faster because I've, I've been doing a little bit of math and I had to do this for, I, I did a video about like the, the best five teams you want to develop for the raid. And as it currently stands, there isn't a combination of teams that is of five teams that is able to hit the max score. So we're still having like, this has been out for like a month or so, and we're still having to figure it out. And I think ultimately, my belief, the final puzzle pieces to this are probably going to be um, Omicrons on, if I had to guess, probably the Jawa team and maybe even like a, one of the old Republic teams. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you this. Speaking of Omicrons, did you take advantage of the reduced price on Bausch Omicron for the race? Yeah, I got Bush on sale. I did. Uh, I 
I I really really wanted to do it, um, and I I like, I'm like it's still ten like it's still ten omicrons. But the thing is, I had budgeted for it. Like I had specifically saved that amount. I'm like, all right, I like I have I had four. I had four omicrons. I'm like, all right, I got one for Boosh. I got one for TW because our guild wants us to do that. And I had one for Afra and I had one for Riva. So I'm like, all right, I have it. We don't really have all the information about this raid yet. I would much rather get it now and find out I or I find out I don't need it later than yeah. not get it now and find out I want it later. And I've been leveling it up, and I, what I've realized is it's done two things for me. A, I don't have to R8 Scando. I don't even have to R7 Scando, but I also don't have to remod um, and still hit, like, max scores. So I'm, I, I don't regret it. I don't know. I don't know if I'd re recommend it a full price. Um, it depends on what you're having to get instead of it, but it was, I do not regret it at all. And so like, it, it's still like my loop, my only true loser Omicron right now is Luminara. Like the, the rest, even it's like Asajj, Asajj, even um, in three, in like this last three or three, like she bailed me out a few times. Like that, that one's been pretty clutch. Yeah, I didn't get it. I'm a little bummed that I didn't. I missed the window to do it. I was debating back and forth, but the reason I didn't do it, it was like, Riva getting her Omicron or having to wait a little bit. So I don't know if I'm going to end up kicking myself in the foot for that one, but um, it is what it is. We'll, we'll see how it goes at the end of the day. <laughs> so, all right, Tila, what are, what are you doing Omicron-wise? Like, so I know we've been asked this before. Like, I think we've been asked twice this, like, what Omicron's we get? You don't have TW Omicron's. No. You don't have Raid Omicron's. You no. definitely don't have TB Omicron's. No. Like, you've got to have, like... I guess full judgment. You've got to have some crappy GAC Omicrons, right? Like, if, if you're running that low, or how? Like, how many do you have in stock right now? Um, I just gave Riva, and then I have half of one. So, and I was thinking of putting it on Afro when I get her. But you gotta, I have, you gotta have something bad. Like, what? What do you have that's that's not good? No, I pretty much got all. I think all the good ones, maybe. I'm, I'm gonna roster us right now. I'm, I'm gonna pull up right. Omicrons. I'm, I'm gonna find something I don't think is good. This will be funny. I think the worst one would maybe be um, Tie Pilot, but I like that one. Oh especially. no, I like his actually. He's he's really good in three. He he saved my yeah. butt multiple times in threes. In in threes, but um, in fives it's not as strong. But in threes, I love that mess so much. But yeah, even know. even in fives though, like that, it's I don't use it a whole lot now. But it's team. Oh, okay, all right. So um, I think I found what I'm gonna shame. You have, and I'll get a lot of flack for this one. You have all three of Malgus's. I do that, and that's what I, I got a little trigger happy. I got excited about that one. I even have all three of Ben's too. Yeah, so Ben's, um, I would definitely like. So I'm, I'm a pretty hardcore advocate that Ben needs to. Yeah, um, me too. Like Ben needs to, like the, the healing immunity immediately knocks off a handful of counters and the uh the anti-revive knocks out a different handful of counters so like those are good the, but yeah that i mean i'm not sure if i would say sucks uh, yeah i wouldn't go as far to say sucks but like uh what is it no it's not forced i had uh, redeemed and then yeah malgus is two other ones those those three are all pretty luxury Yeah, no, I got I got those ones, and then the under protection, I got Hondos, Omicron, uh, Wampas, 
I have only one to Star Killer, which is weird. I have Chrysanthemums, Dashes, Zams, Treas. I pretty much have them all except for the ones that are really, really bad. I got quite yeah, I know. I mean, so the nice sister ones are debatable, but you don't have Marin, so that's kind of whatever. I'll um, eventually get hers. And I really, really want, um, and that was my next Omicron, possibly, is oh, you don't uh, have Zori I mean, Bliss. It's not, it's not a hardcore name, but you don't have Adarads either. No, I, and that's the one I always debate on when I have an extra Omicron. But it's like, I always have something else that I'm planning for. for like, for instance, right now it's Reva. Um, and I think I'd rather have Zori's before Adarads, to be honest, too. I'm curious, do you, I guess I'm, I'm going to keep digging deeper here. Do you miss GCs or something like that? I do. <laughs> I was going to say, because I'm like, I feel like, I don't know how many, how many, you have 18 Omicrons and you can't, you can't, you're in a position where you can't apply any right now. Oh, I got, I, mean, I, I didn't. quite a few more than you, Tilo. You probably do, to be honest. Like, uh, and this is the problem because I am always last minute and you could probably go ask Go Cubs or any of the of the leadership to import. I'm always the one of the last people to do anything in there. TW, uh, TBs, doesn't matter what it is. I always put it to the last burner. And I do that with my GCs, and sometimes I forget, <laughs> which is not good. I, I'm going to start hitting those early because it's really not not been beneficial at all. Yeah, I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm... <laughs> Not to like do like really drive this home on you or be mean or anything, but Tito, I have six more available Omicrons than you do. Damn. Yeah. That's I, a big I, number. <laughs> I knew I missed some, but I didn't know I missed that much. <laughs> yeah. Um what was I gonna I was gonna say oh I, I will say it is a little bit nice, you know, as a guildmate to hear the, uh, what you said about like you're you're not just late last minute on guild events. You're you're last minute on everything. Because um, it, it reminds me of my wife. So like me, me and my wife are pretty consistently late to church. And my wife was like feeling really convicted about it. Whatever. She's like, we're not late to anything else. I just laughed. And I'm like, we're late to literally everything. Like this is not this is not like personal or like that we don't care about our church or something like that. We are literally late to every single event we have to go to. Um, no. A hundred percent. Same here. Like, I don't even want to say it because it's a little bit crazy, but we always run on CP time. Like, it's always, <laughs> always, my, my wife's black, that's why. So we, like, always are, like, <laughs> I'm always like, girl, you always run on CP time, but I think it rubbed off of me. <laughs> well, so, so I say that it's not, it's not that you're a bad guild mate. You, you're just late on everything. Everything. I try not to, but it is what it is. <laughs> But okay, so that was that was a fun time. Thank you for humoring me, Tilo. Um, <laughs> good. But yeah, no, get, getting back, I think I think I think we covered the raid pretty well. I think the only thing we didn't mention, I think we were very overwhelmingly positive, and I think that's probably kind of cool. Um, rewards is probably the only thing that we could have ever like been really negative about because they yeah. sucked when this first came out. Like terrible, absolutely terrible transition. But that being said, they kind of fixed it. So what are, what's your take on rewards now? I, I liked them. And I liked even the process before they fixed it. Not for the aspect of what we were getting, 
But I like the aspect of we can choose exactly what we want instead of them randomly generating what we could get. And I know it wasn't anywhere near what we were getting from the old system before they did the changes. But I, I like that we get to choose exactly what we could get. And now with the changes, I I really like the rewards. Like they they pull me out of pinches, especially when I'm farming those characters or gearing up like a specific character I want. Or even relic materials now too. Like it's helping me big time when it comes to this salvage. So I, I'm I'm really liking where the rewards are at the, right now. Yeah, one thing that is really fun about the rewards, and this is this wasn't really a thing that was happening beforehand, um, like before they fixed them. But you can just uh, you can buy obnoxious quantities out of the store at once instead of having to sit there and cherry pick your five um, stun guns and then come back to make sure you can get them the next time and never miss a single entry of that or whatever. You just you scroll to the bottom and buy 125 in one setting and then go apply to like, yeah, like it's kind of dumb, but it's also like just a little bit of quality of life niceness. But yeah, I, I do. I think it was very necessary that they fix them beforehand because any, there were a lot of like 250,000 um, or 250 million GP guilds out there that were beat that had all the previous raids beat like C pit whatever and they had like a pretty they had as much of an income as me or you had and like a five hundred thousand like double their their guild size and then this happened and we were probably I think we were probably still breaking even because we were in the hundred thirty yeah. uh, million score or whatever but all of them got royally screwed like really bad like not they, they didn't even break even they got a huge downgrade and then like the characters that were previously like fairly very accessible became, became not accessible so yeah they, they they botched it all over the place but i think i think it's essentially fixed now yeah and Mary Grade's bringing out a good point it's like you getting a full piece in the raid was nice in the old system but he also says it in the second half. He's all, how often does that really, really happen? You know, it, it's nothing, it, it's nice when it happens, but it's like, how often does it really happen? Where this, you can consistently get the materials and the, the currency, and you can buy exactly what you need. Like, it's super nice. I, I like this a lot. And, and like you said, too, like, I'm glad that they fixed it because that would have really sucked for the newer people in or newer newer players to the game with lower GP guilds because it's like first they take away squad arena, take away crystals, and then they would take the rewards from the raids also. Like it really, really would slow down the progression when it comes to the early game and the mid game. So I'm glad that they kind of went back and they kind of fixed that for them. Yeah, no no regret no progression decision uh system should ever go backwards. That literally exactly. makes the whole thing an oxymoron. And that was my I guess not to air out dirty old dirty laundry but that was my like big problem that when they came out with GOTB they went back to Hoth and they cut the shards that you got for our um yeah. for IPD and Rolo and half and I'm like you should have done the opposite. Like I, I get like you know Geo comes out and you want you, you want to cut the cam and watch shards and half before they come. That's fine. Like that's a new that's a new character that's a new thing. But they went back and they did that I'm like it's really dumb. Like characters should not be getting less accessible as the game goes through. Like you should, I, you had no like business touching that, but 
even really even Wampa and Hoda, like I feel like they should be way more accessible than what they are now. Like you should be able to buy them for way more crystals or way more shards than they are now. Like all yeah, those. I think they, the only nice thing is they have, and you know, it's kind of weird saying it because I don't. I don't spend crystals on that type of stuff, but at least they've made those characters accessible via crystals. Now, I think someone was telling me, like, even Malak and Gas can be bought in, like, the the weekly store or something like that now, so you don't have to get them through Get One, which is such limited currency. Yeah, and that's what they should do. Even, like, the old-school raids, like, they want everyone to participate in their new stuff. I really wish they would, like, increase almost what they do with character shards, start doing double drops on all this stuff. And really just speed up that early game process. Yep. All right. Yep. So overall, crate is. I mean, honestly, like, so I, I'm not that hard to please. Like, I, I'm, I'm pretty simple. But for the raid, the raid overall, everything right now, it's probably a ten out of ten for me. The only, the only thing I don't like is that it takes up more time. But that's not really a crate problem. That's a we have to do dailies, fleet arena, GAC, crate. TB, Conquest, like all like within the, like the same couple of days. Like there's no real, there's no real breathing room. And I don't, I mean, I can think of little solutions like, you know, um, simming the, the whatchamacallits. And I, I think they could really condense dailies. I don't think dailies need to take 10 to 15 minutes to yeah. do it. There should be like, just make it, it, it just needs to be a button at this point. Like, let me, let me get rid of all of that. I don't, I don't want to have to do a squad arena battle anymore. I want Fleet Arena to be dead too. I guess there's a handful of things they can do, but I mean that's, I guess it's a little bit nickel and diamond. If I still if I still have to do Conquest, TB, and the raid, all in one day, like that's still like that's still going to be a solid two hours in game. Would you um, separate it or change any of the dates of the existing um, events, like the TB or any of that stuff? If they would somehow let us restructure rewards, yeah. That that's the issue is I don't I don't see them giving us less content without giving us less rewards. So I, I think the most the most I can ask for is just to kill the old game mode and redistribute the rewards elsewhere, like they did with Squattery. Yeah. No, I'm saying like like this week. This week is like the to coin Zareth and solo like hell week. Like we're doing TB, we're doing um, conquest, the raids. Uh, would you change the date of anything? Like, would you do conquest separate from the TB? Like, change those weeks, or because I know we have TW too, so it kind of makes everything hard. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there is a solution to move the dates around because there's always. I think at almost at all times. So the raid is kind of out of this. I think the raid is it's pretty much going to be consistently running. Like you do it for three days. Yeah. And whatever you do, you do it. And then as soon as it's done, the new one starts. So that, that one's almost kind of on a permanent cycle, which is whatever. Because, you know, again, you, you you pick the time in three days to do it. It's not that bad. Um, but, like, the other one, there's always two things going. I don't think there's a, a time when two things aren't going. And if it is, it's like a day. And that's just a transition from one thing to the other. So I, I, don't, I don't really think there is a way to move things around so that we don't have at least two of these things going on at the same time. Yeah, for sure you're gonna have a raid going, but I wonder if like the real exhaustion is like TB and conquest together. But I don't know if that's that much of an exhaustion because like TB you can get done relatively quickly. It, it's just I think it's just conquest is the grind that makes everything else hit a little bit harder. Yeah, so 
uh, I, I don't think they can avoid it because they always we always do two TVs every month and they don't touch. So that's two weeks that have to be spread out in some cadence. And then we do conquest for also two weeks, but that one's condensed. So they can't they can't come up with, with a system where they rotate in and out because one is going to always end up overlapping the other. And I mean, even if they stack TB um, at the very end of the beginning of the month, then you just end up with a essentially a 14-day TB because the end of the month, the beginning of the month, spoiler, they touch. The end of, the end of July is going to hit the beginning of August. So there's... Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think there is a way they can rearrange the date so you can't have two things going on at the same time. Yeah, that's tough. Oh man. Yeah, and I can only imagine like the higher end guilds like having TB or TW and Conquest at the same time. Like that, that would be disgusting for them. Um, yeah, that's tough. They're probably just stuck the way they are. Yeah, Fleet Arena needs to die. That's Fleet Arena <laughs> needs to die, and parts of Conquest need to be simmable. And that would that would help. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. I'd be okay with parts of TB being simple too, though. My, yeah, my guild's gotten not. If my guild's gotten nine stars a hundred times, maybe don't have us do phase one anymore. Yeah. Oh, well, phase one's kind of like simple anyways. Like you could it is, but that. It, it, it goes back to the point of like I don't want to do. 70 simulable battles a night like that's a that, that within itself is kind of a pain in the butt or calvin you could or just wait audible. just wait let everybody else do it not just play <laughs> i'm just playing guys if go cubs is listening to this so i'm just playing man <laughs> oh i i always spoke truth sorry go cubs um <laughs> no all right so i think we covered the raid overall pretty well so I, we, we've talked about this a little bit, but Tila, what's been what's been going on in your roster? How's your leg day been? What have you what are you working on? What are you going to work on? Oh, I, I, I know where this is going. <laughs> so I got Reva. So I'm super excited. I got her to R8. I uh, gave her the Omicron on the lead. So it, it's nice going into 5v5. I can't wait to put her on defense and uh, see what she's able to do because I don't have Grand Inquisitor. And I'm just waiting for his event to come out. Um, I was talking to Zareth earlier, and we were talking about the Nuggets and the Lakers, but I, he, he's the one that started uh, talking about me not having a Grand Inquisitor. So I was like, hey, you'll probably get a kick out of this. I sent him the screenshot of the Grand Inquisitor event, and the first one there is Reva, and then all the other Inquisitors. So Reva's going to help me unlock Grand Inquisitor. So it should hopefully make the event a lot easier. But it just kind of sucks that I don't have him for DAC this upcoming week. Unless they just somehow bring him out tomorrow, maybe, hopefully, which would be awesome. You're going to frustrate so many of your opponents. Oh, yeah. Because they're going to see the team, and they're just going to have no idea what actually beats it. Because no one in the right mind in 5v5 was leaving Grand Inquisitor off of Reva. And you're probably... <laughs> I haven't seen another. I, I, you, you, you're probably one of the first people who has this weird phenomenon because all the guilds that were hardcore enough to get it earlier than us, they probably had like mandatory, mandatory attendance. So yeah, yeah you're people are going to go into like GAC Insight thinking like, 
oh, this is such a good tool. JAC Insight is a really good tool, by the way. That's not this is not a joke on them. This is a joke on yeah. Um People are going to go to like JAC Insight, like, oh, how do I beat this really abstract team? We left out GI, so I probably unlocked like three counters, and they'll go on that. It's been like seen zero times. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be tough. It's all a part of the plan, guys. I'm just trying to throw off people in GAC. Like, this is all working out the way it's supposed to. <laughs> all very long, planned out strategy. Oh, yeah. We're playing the long game right now. We're like Thrawn right now. We're, we're, we're totally like five steps ahead of everything. <laughs> no, but... Uh, so so have, have you done anything else in the last month? Uh, did you build up any of your teams for Crate? What are you doing? Well, I gave uh, Boosh a boost in Relic, so she's no longer R7. She's R8. Um, oh, wow. I got my Lando, Skiff Guard Lando to R7. So that was just for the raid, and it helps me out. Like, I, I know you can, like, two-man it, three-man it, or three-man it or four-man it, I mean. Uh, in the raid with the with the Omicron, but I don't have that. So it, it's been helping me out big time, especially when he can pass the turn to Jabba, and it just helps speed up the process of getting his uh, ultimate back. Um, other than that, I've been farming really hard on the droids and Sana. So Sana is already seven stars. The droids are six stars right now. So just need a few more uh, shards, and they'll be ready to go. And I just have to gear them. And Zori. Zori is, what is she, five stars? Uh, right about to be six stars, too. So I can't wait to have her up and running, too. That team is disgusting. Just super nasty. So, yeah, that, that's the stuff I've been working on lately. Yeah, no, Zori, Zori actually did quite a bit for me in 3Z, even at gear 11. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, it's going to be interesting how I restructure my teams. Um, I guess it won't be that interesting because she'll still be gear 11. But I had was currently using her kind of weaker resistance team with my gear being down as filler for instead of my Mon Mothma team, which was just really bad. But I'm going to have Afra this next time. So I don't know. I'm going to have to see what other team. I, it actually, it might be my Phasma team. I've been I've been running like a Phasma crew um, first order TIE pilot. It's actually been pretty decent. Um, but that might get, that probably gets swapped out now. Yeah. No, the, the, yeah, I don't know. I, I was gonna see how how are you on um, Calcestis? Are you are you is that oh. in your focus? Oh, I I have not touched anything on Cal in a long time. So I have I have like four different priorities floating out there right now that I'm working on, and none of them involve Cal. Mm. What what are you prioritizing above him? So right now, number one is Afra. Afra, I will pro. Okay. I can actually. If I have like super good RNG, I could have Afra tomorrow. Uh, probably probably won't. I need I need five shards of BT one, so I mean I could get it tomorrow. Um, yeah. But as soon as he's done, she's getting she's hitting, and I'm gonna have to figure out my life in regards there too because I only have four Zetas right now, and I don't have any of hers or any of the droids. So and I think there's five total. So I'm gonna have to figure out which one isn't that important to get for a week or so. But she's priority number one. Priority number two. It's having everything up and running for Reva because Reva, I I don't have Reva yet. Um, I arrived a little bit late to the party there, but I'll I'll get her next time. But then I, I still have to be ready for her, and she's also going to probably need three Zetas, which I won't have. I might have two or one. Um, so I'll have to do all. Uh, so I'm trying to prep for her, and then I've been trying to do a lot of the raid stuff too. Like I'm yeah. like I'm pretty I'm pretty keen on. 
I really, and I, I kind of mentioned this earlier when we were talking about the raid, I really like the idea or the concept that the, the rewards are super tangible. I can look at my roster right now. I can see if that team goes from R7 to R8, I will immediately hit this new thing. And in X amount of days, I will make back the resources I spent. And then I'll also have, you know, an RA Java team or whatever it is. So I've been, I've been doing a lot of stuff with that. I've been trying to get my Jawas up to all gear 12. I got all my Mandalorians to R5. I got all of my Hut Cartel up to R7. I, and I will, like, I'm going to push that Hut Cartel to R8. And I, I'm just going to, I'm going to keep, like, I'm pretty gung-ho on the raid stuff right now. I'm going to keep upgrading stuff yeah. until I can't. Um, and even Tuscans, as soon as my Chieftain hits five stars, I'm going to uh, speed through Warrior get so I can get her to five stars so that I can start using them. Um, but, yeah, so a lot of raid stuff. And then somewhere in the back of my head, I'm going to try to be ready for the Leviathan, too. So like that's oh, that's priority number four. So I I mean, I'm I'm not at a point where I'm you know super caught up as far as end game goes. Yeah. But I've got four things in front of me that that all beat out Cal. Yeah, it, it's like I feel caught up but not caught up. Like it's weird. It's a weird position because like I'm right there with you. Like Afra is going to be something tangible pretty quickly. Um, those shards are going to be coming, but it's cal too cal watch cal's gonna be nasty i have a funny feeling and we're gonna want to fo- change our focus too but at the same time i'm right there with you too like this raid is gonna be interesting it gives pretty good rewards i want an upgraded jo- uh, java team anyways like i want r9 on crescent in for gac i want these guys to benefit from relics and java is like lord vader the higher relics on the team the better it's going to perform so it doesn't hurt me to invest in them um, where it does kind of scare me, though, is like Tuscans, for instance. Um, Tuscans, we've seen that they need to be at like an R7 level, R8 level to really yeah, put out those max rewards. So I'm wondering, do I even go for that? Am I willing to make that investment into them? Or do I just roll with what I got and just focus down on some GAC stuff? Because if you don't have them at R7, what do you get, like 400K? Yeah, it's it's not it's not good. They yeah. um, and for anyone who's listening, the reason why is because when you go up in difficulty, there are some other factors that kick in. And one of the factors that kick in for Tuscans is they get extra bonuses at R7 and R8 that not only does your damage ceiling go higher, so it's possible to get a better score, but you actually practically can get there. Um, so yeah, like R R five, like I'll, I'll probably start R five testing and see what I can get. But there's a, there's yeah. a very good chance they go to R seven too. Yeah, and I, I think it's one of those teams where it's like R seven or bust if you're going to invest into them, and and they're fine too for GAC. Like it's a team that I would want for my GACs anyway, so it's not something that super hurts. But um, it, it is something that's going to be considerably heavy to invest in especially with everything coming out, like you said, the Leviathan and Cal. So I, I really want to see Cal's kit, and I really want to see the Leviathan's kit before I make an investment into, the say, the Tuscans. And Jawas, Jawas aren't even doing anything, right? Um, so people with max Jawas, the highest they can do is like a million and a half. And I, th- that's like perfect conditions, perfect yeah. modding, Perfect RNG, like there are, so Tuscans, 
Tuscans require a lot of investment in like mods and strategy and stuff too, but they're they're capping out at, at 2.7 million. Like they're hitting the max. Mm -hmm. Jawas aren't. Like the best case scenario for Jawas is 1.5 right now. Okay. Yeah. They're so, the fifth best team. Yeah, and this is one of the big reasons why like before the raid even came out, I was like, hold your brakes, don't invest into anything because we don't know how they're going to perform. Um, and, and it sucks. I would be upset if I invested into the Tuscans thinking that would be cool at R3. <laughs> you have to go to R7. Um, and it's not bad. Like, it gives you a team that does pretty good damage once it's there at those relic levels. But if I didn't have those abilities to get it there, I'd be a little salty. Yeah, the three that I'm, like, pretty going to be gung-ho on, I'm getting them to R7, R8, is going to be Hut Cartel, Mandos, yeah. and Tuscans. I... I probably I don't I don't think I can do I, I can't I can't do Jawas and yeah. I probably can't do Old Republic either because it looks like the teams that's getting there is like Mission and Zalbar and I I mean they're just gonna do absolutely nothing for me outside the raid and I mean maybe Tarkle Zalbar's changes dope. that Zar Zalbar is months. dope. <laughs> I, I, like, where am I going to, I guess I can put them on a dash team and dash will mm. perform exactly the same. Like that's yeah. like, I, I don't know. I, I would much rather work on Leviathan or Cal requirements than do Zalbar. It just hurt my heart. I got a relic Zalbar. Zalbar, Zalbar is really, really clutch in like GAC because you could put it on the dash team and it performs the same. And so it allows you to move out L3 to other teams. So like, because of this crazy comp of Ray, you can put it with Ray and not have the consequences of not having uh, somebody to kind of guard them out there. But I, I, I feel you, though. If you didn't, if you're okay with what you have right now, and it's not something that's super bugging you, it, it's probably not worth it. But Mission, for sure. Like, I don't know where I would put her. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, there's so many, like, things that are going in and out of the raid team right now, too. I mean, it's, yeah, I, it's I don't, I don't temporary want Salvar to make a break it, like, we, we've got yeah. Cal, we've got Zori, we've got um, Ben. Like there's, there's constantly good, good, good stuff going yeah. in and out of the raid team. So, and the other ones, I'm like Hud Cartel. Uh, yeah. I should probably have them R8 anyways. Like that's something I should have. I, I had someone actually beat my Java team with an Afra this this week, so yeah. that kind of sucked. Um, yeah. And three v three of all things too, which I thought would be harder, and they they pulled yeah. it off. Um, I need to change out my Javacron, though. That was the problem. And then uh, Mandalorians, I'm already halfway there. Bam and Maul are both already R7. And then yeah. Tuscans. Tuscans will actually be a harder bullet to bite. Yeah. Yeah. You have the Omicron on Kersantin or no? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's a he's one that I really want at R9. And I know like R8, you're cool for the raid, but like I really, really want him at R9. And it doesn't make sense for the raid too, because he just dies for me. I don't know if you go for the the strat where he comes back, but for me, he just dies. <laughs> no, I like I like him to come back because I've um one of the things that's been important for, for my runs is I, I actually this is very kind of awkward. I have to get disarm on the on the crate dragon, otherwise I don't get I don't I don't do well. I get the disarm, but he just doesn't. He just doesn't come back. Yeah, but yeah, that's what I'm working on. I've been working on right now. It's been mostly crate raid stuff, um, and then I mean, Afro will be here in the next week. So I, I guess probably in the last, in the last uh, month, I've I've probably done Sana and Triple Zero. I'll probably take them both to R five or whatever. 
Yeah. No, I got to start doing that too. Like Sana, Sana's going to be interesting what I do with her. Any plans for GAC for Sana? Nope. She's not, she's not doing anything. There, there are, there are a handful of teams that have been, they, I realize for some people they're good, but for, for a, my like nearly 10 million roster, like Sorry and Sana, if they don't have a data card, they're not playing. And, and they're not playing. I'm not investing in them. So I'm going to, I'm gonna. She, she's 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 not gonna get anything. She might. Get, I think she has mods. She can have mods, but I'm not. She's not getting any Rosetas, and I'm not gonna build up any of the team around her like Stormtrooper Han. Yeah, and I think that's where I'm at too. Like maybe I'll maybe I'll do some play in three v three, but in five v five, nothing. No, I, I I have not been impressed. I don't think I've ever had a Sana team hold against me, and the things that I'm beating them with aren't aren't that expensive. It's been like Wampa and Bad Batch. Yeah, no, that's not that's not good. Even even, for, even when she had her cron, she was not challenging. Yeah, even in the back wall too. Like it's got to pack a little bit more of a punch nowadays, especially in five v five and three v three. Maybe you get away with it, but no, five v five, you definitely no play. Yeah, so she she's probably not seeing the light of day, and I'm probably not doing sword or T three anytime soon either. I have them. Yeah, I mean, again, we're we're to a point where we have all these kind of B level teams, and if you have the data cron trench, this is really sucks too because I put a lot of investment in trench. Um, trench is going to be the same way as soon as his data cron's gone, he's going to join the ranks with them, which is really sad because they're like marquee characters. Yeah, and it's funny how like the new characters are like that. Like, I feel like if you were going to invest heavy, you go for like the old characters because they were good on like standalone value where these new characters are very very like um, yeah like depending on zora's kind of really she's she's pretty broken for a new character without a datacron yeah but but it's like how many of those new characters are like zori not that many yeah i don't know so the marin might be there too marin and zori Mm -hmm. and then i don't know but yeah i've i've not seen enough on tarful Seer, Seer has a really busted comp in um in three v three with Star Killer, but she 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 does need an Omicron. Yeah, the Omicrons like I'm fine with giving those, but it's the teams that like require Datacrons, and then after the Datacrons, they just don't hit the same. I'd rather them yeah. hit way nicer w- without a Datacron, and then the Datacron just be that little nice cherry on top of it. Yeah, I agree. All right, Taylor, I think that means it's time for our podcast questions, which I don't think I actually properly marked where we stopped up in the last time, so hopefully we don't do any repeats. Um, we we had two in chat, too, if you want to start off with those. Oh, yeah, you start with those. All right, let me, let me get those. I saw them. Nitro had one. Nitro from YouTube, and I'll put it on the screen right there. It says, uh, which uh, thematic raid do you... Oh, I should have changed the color because I can't see. Um, <laughs> Let me see. Uh, which thematic raid do you think CG is going to release next? And I think we covered this one, but what do you think? Um, I, I, Xylo Beast is number one on my list. And, you know, that's, that's, that's me being kind of a Clone Wars junkie. And I think they could hit several factions... Of which none hit here. Like it can either be 
It could be Separatist. It could be Galactic Republic. It could be Jedi. Um, Bad Batch. Yeah, or yeah, that would, they probably got wrapped up in the Galactic Republic, or or maybe maybe they could do like split up with Galactic. And they could do Bad Batch or clones or something like that. It's weird now that I think about it. Yeah, Bad Batch. Bad Batch are a subdivision of a subdivision. Yeah. Or a subfaction of a subfaction. Yeah, because Galactic Republic holds all of them. Clones are. Oh no, they're not because uh, Omega is in Galactic Republic. That that is so weird. Like I feel like she's still. She could have been. Yeah, she could have been. That, that, that's that, that's a very weird design choice. Yeah. But there's other characters too, like Asajj Ventures, for instance. Like her not having the Sif tag when Savage does, it always threw me off too. Like I kind of like that one works in a really weird way because Savage was technically a Sith through Maul's line, which was you know even recognized by Sidious as as a rivalry. Um, but, whereas but, Asajj was not a part. Like the, the rule two is supposed to exist, and she's not a part of it. But but she is though, like. Sidious legit tells Dooku, he's all like, your princess is getting strong. Like, cut this mess out. Like, she got to go. Like, are you trying to overthrow me? Like, it's time to let her go. Like, Sidious okayed that he had an apprentice. Like, she is a part of the Sith. I don't know. Like, I, would, I, I don't think she is. I mean, I guess she's a Sith. Uh, I think what was her actual Sith title? Assassin. assassin. Yeah, like, she's yeah. still considered a, a, a Sith. I don't know. I feel like she should have the tag. Um, obviously, now with Marin too, like we probably wouldn't use her in the Sith lineup anyways, so it doesn't really make sense for them to go up in there. But it's another one like Omega. I feel like it's missing. All right, so Zylo Beast is the big one. Um, I always thought the Bull Rancor from Star Killer would, would be pretty cool. Like I guess they could do like unaligned force uses or something versus that. Um, there's a, there's a couple that we could do from Mando too. Like you could have the uh, Mudhorn, you could have uh, the new ones from the new season, the Dragon, um, even the uh, the the Crocodile Turtle thing. Yeah, I think those would be really cool options as well. Um, yeah, I think I think that Crocodile Turtle Dragon you can even do like as a two phase too to kind of spice things up a little bit. I'm trying to think of like something from there's some there's gotta be something from the original trilogy that isn't Java. I wonder if they could do a Sarlacc. A Sarlacc would be kind of crazy too. But I don't know, like it's not as visual. What would be really cool too is um Starkiller. You could do uh, Force Unleashed. There's a couple of uh monster or beasts in there. You got the bull rancor, and then you also yep. have that in uh what was it? Uh, the second Force Unleashed 2, that really, really big, big monster beast thing. It, it was in the thematic trailers. Like, it's ginormous. Like, you see a Rancor, like, in the beginning, it's not even as big as its foot. Hmm. What was the second question to you, though? Second question is from C Money. Uh, talking about if is pb or pvp dead so what um, what are your feelings on that and i know this is a question so that's not, been going on it's not dead like you can't just not sign up for a gac ntw and expect your to have the same um to have, expect to have the same rewards but i do i do understand i, I understand where this question is coming from the que the question is coming from the fact that 
right now the way that the matchmaking for both TW and GSC, which are our PvP game modes, are set up is for that you can only win a certain amount and then they will start matching you up against people that are so much higher against you that you have to lose, which kind of it hurts the progression of it or really what it hurts is the incentive. I don't know if this is the word incentivization of it, because the kind of the point that I was making beforehand, where I know instantly that if I apply R8 to my hug cartel, I am immediately going to hit the next threshold for rewards. I could apply for GAC Omicrons right now, and there is absolutely no guarantee I do any better in the slightest this next GAC. And even if I do, all that will do, like let's say I win, I win like eight out of nine, like this time. I, I got seven out of two last time. I, I do a little bit better. I got eight or nine. That that advantage goes away the next time. I go back to four and five or five and four. Like I don't, yeah. you don't, you don't. You don't put four GAC Omicrons, and now every single week th that goes by, you're doing better. You're you you only got better that one time, and now you're at a new threshold where you're gonna get you're gonna eventually lose again and drop down, and yeah, you're gonna be stuck. So it's not dead, but from a reward incentivization um, point of view, yeah, it, it it makes a lot more sense to go, especially I mean, especially if you're in Kyber One. Um, which is very few people, but I, I guess we'll label, I would label that maybe enough to Kyber three. It, it, even if you're as high as that, it makes a lot more sense right now to go after real concrete rewards and really, man. So raids definitely because they're so constant, but like there's probably even a decent argument for like some of the TV special missions. They're going to constantly feed you 50 get currency every single time it happens. Yeah. No, I, I just, I, I'm right there with you too. I feel like the rewards need to be bumped up a little bit. Um, and, and I'm recently biased because I just listened to the Gam the Gambit podcast. The, they brought out a good um, suggestion putting Omicrons in there instead of Zetas. I don't, I don't know if they would want to do it after every match or do it like the old school way, depending on where you place at the end of the week. I think that would probably be a lot better. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that fixes the problem though, because you're not like let's say you're high up on enough on the leaderboard, you're not you're not gonna have to try harder. You're still you're still gonna end with your five and four. It's really and I like I like the matchmaking for a lot of reasons, but it's really a matchmaking problem because you you can't different from the old system. You can't go twelve and zero. Like you, the system is built to all for you always to lose. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what you do. It's like, do you go back to the old school matchmaking? Like, and it wasn't fair. No, honestly, like, that would. Yeah. So I. I don't. I don't, I don't know what the answer is, but. Yeah, like it gets the, reward, the rewards, quite frankly, are good. Like the amount, the amount of crystals we get through GAC is huge. There's just no variance. I wonder if they maybe they do it in chunks, like. Like I know we get matched up with whoever is next to exactly next to us. Those eight people. But I wonder if they open up the matchmaking process and put it within the X50 and at random, it kind of swooshes up between those. And I know you might run into the same situation, but at least it gives you a little bit of a mix of those people in there. I don't know if that even helps, to be honest, because it's so small of a sample. Well, I, I mean, this is, wouldn't fix anything. But what I, what I originally had actually envisioned for the new matchmaking system before we even got it, 
like before it was even announced that we were getting one, was I, I thought they were going to do is it'd be similar to now, but instead of constantly having your rankings change, is wherever you start at the very beginning, you would take that grouping of I don't remember, I don't remember the exact math. It was something like um, 128 people. It, no, it, it was higher than that. Well, like just that number, and then don't have an eight-person bracket of, of winners and losers. Have like 128 or again whatever the number is, and then that's that's your whole month of nine matches until you have one victor of that. And I don't, I don't know. I, that doesn't that doesn't fix anything we're talking about. I just thought that'd be cool. I, I like that though. You know, instead of like the big leap and bounds that you can do within a, uh, a week, like you go pretty ham, you go three and zero in the week, like it jumps you up super high up there and then it's almost like you're, you're definitely going to take some so so beating when you hit that three and over that first week so i don't know i, I kind of like that where it kind of screenshots you exactly where you are whenever you start gac and then from there it would kind of like adjust where you need to be that next season so i don't i think i i think i like that a lot the only people that like super screws is if you miss sign up <laughs> which i guess they can just make sign up automatic they could and then yeah. And then everyone who is playing, they're going to run out of those guys real quick. But yeah, and yeah, you're going to drop drop to the bottom regardless, you know. Uh, you'll drop, you'll drop to the bottom. Yeah, and I mean that's the people who don't play are going to end up there anyways because there's 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 plenty of people who are playing who are GAC players right now who are doing one battle and piecing out. Yeah, a lot of people are. So I don't know. I don't. I don't know. It's just a hard system. They would have to fix, you know, but I, I think overall, I do like the system and I like do like the way PVP is like it's going to reward those people that have more stuff in their roster. And for those who don't, you have to learn, you have to adapt. You got to be on your A game because if you don't have the, the physical materials, it's about strategy at that point to go as high as you can with your rosters and your mods and exactly everything that you have on it. It, it just takes time. And, and again, you'll probably be that Icarus moment where you go too close to the sun, but going up to the highest you can, it, it feels good. I, I know when I was in the 200s for a little bit, I, I, I was happy, you know. I think I was the most hype about the game right there. That you go down, you fall really, really down, all the way down to K2. And I don't know, I feel a little bit bummed after that. But then once that climb starts happening again, you get a little hyped again. Yeah, so I don't... Is PvP dead? No, but I, I they probably need to do something about the incentivization of it. Honestly, I think they need to expand the the board too. I, I think that would spice things up in GAC a lot too. I know it's more time, and it, that would go back to our other problem though. Yeah, it, definitely more time. But I, I really think they need to. If you're going to constantly introduce these new characters and we don't have room to use them, like we just talked about with Asana. You know, we should make her relevant, make her a viable option, probably in a back zone somewhere. Like she is a new character and just the way things are just squished in together. There's no way you're going to end up using teams like that. I'm kind of OK with that. I'm, I'm kind of OK with Sano not being used like she could. <laughs> she, I, guess she, I mean, she really uh, farming Sano is just me farming Afro, I, I guess. Like that's. Yeah. Because because Honda Honda's great and then Hondo's the droids awesome. are good under Afra. So yeah. I, the mar the marquee of leveling up Sana was just was just I mean it was I think a lot of people a lot of that's the way a lot of people saw JTR way back in the day like 
the vets weren't good, but it was essentially just a really expensive JTR node that you were farming. I, I like the vets though. Like Han Solo is pretty dope. Vet Han. But I don't know if I ever want to put the resources into to make Mopey. <laughs> nope. All right. Next question then. All right. So Doofine says, do you fight a hundred pork size Wookiees or one Wookiee size pork? I think I'd take I think the hundred pork sized Wookiees. Yeah. Oh, man. I I just don't know like like what are the other conditions for the fight here? Like, do I have am I a Jedi? Do I have am I or am I like do I have like a lightsaber or a blaster? Like I kind of would like to know the conditions, but, but like if, if I just have my hands, I'm not killing a one Wookiee sized pork. Like that's I don't. I don't think I can choke it out. And if like if it wants to kill me, it's probably going to kill me. Whereas if I'm trying to do with a hundred uh, pork-sized Wookies, I mean I can probably throw them pretty far. Like, yeah, but that's like, and probably oh. from a high enough like height to kill them. And then I just I just don't try to fight them all at once, and I start picking them off by and like in pairs of twos or something like that. So. I mean, I'll probably get like super scratched up because I they're probably gonna like gnaw and try to rip my fingers off or whatever when I grab them. But again, like if the pork wants to kill me, I don't think I can mitigate that at all. I I think you die from the hundred size pork size Wookies. Like if you think about it, it it's a hundred monkeys running at you, and like they can jump. Like we've seen it in the movies. They're like hand sized though. Like, and they can't, they wouldn't be able, I mean, they could probably climb me, but they can't. Porgs are pretty my, big. I, I, They're like, I can, outrun, I can outrun them. Porgs are about like this big, right? Maybe, yeah. give or take. That's sure. all. That's a decent sized monkey. Like, no. I don't know. And they're strong too. And I know like their strength goes down. I don't think they'd be that strong though. I don't know. They jump you. It's a They're problem. Like I don't know, Calvin. They might jump you into their gang. Like, I, I don't know. Those other factors here too, though. Like, um, am I in an enclosed space? Because again, I can outrun. I can outrun a hundred Wookies. Like, I can do that. I don't know, man. Um, I don't know. I think like the, this big. There's, there's no way that something with that, two they, inch legs size can like. like I mean, unless they're like chickens, I don't think they're gonna or they're running as fast as chickens. I don't. I don't think they're out doing it. I don't know, man. The only thing that scares me of the Porg is if it's Wookiee size and it can still fly, that's a little wild. Oh, I, I do like it. I don't I don't see how I don't see how I beat it. And and not only do I not see how I beat it, I don't see how I get away from it. Like I, I couldn't I don't think I would actually be able to punch a porg to death. If I again if I have a blaster or a lightsaber, then I can probably manage something. But assuming like I have like no conditions, I have no allies, I have no resources, I mean it's just gonna clobber me. I think it's a lose lose situation on that one. I'd rather I'd rather take the Wookiees. I don't know. I think I'm going for the pork. <laughs> I'm probably gonna get squished. I think I'd rather just die right away than just like be ripped apart by a hundred Wookiee-sized porks. That that is true. That the the death from the Wookiees would be more painful because they, they wouldn't be able to kill you off immediately. They would be, I, I still think I can do it though. I still, I think I can, I think I could take 
again, the strategy of running away and then they're not going to be all exact same speed. That's not how things work. A few of them are going to catch up at one point. I will, I will kill oh, them in whatever way I need to. And then the next two will come and it'll be a long, tedious process, but I won't die. Uh, again, I'll probably, I'll probably mess up my hands and whatnot, but we're totally highlighting Ebo's comment. He's all, you never see Jurassic Park 2 with the copies. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I think there would be that situation. You, I would be that little girl in the beginning of the Jurassic Park 2 where she's eating the sandwich. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, I would take my I take my bet with that, but we'll we'll see. Well, I guess we won't see because that, that no. not, not, those are really a real reality. <laughs> we could ask AI. Those are a lot bigger it. than a cork, though. And those have no yikes. way. They're about the same size. They definitely no. got to be about the same size. Like, you're talking from like head to tail. Those things are like two feet long. I'm, I'm talking about from tail to foot. About the same. Yeah, it's, it's, well, I guess they're different though. Yeah. And also, I don't think Wookies have that sharp of teeth. They got. And I don't think yeah. they would be that fast. Oh, and also he survived. So there's that. Okay. Or what were your questions on your side? Oh yeah. Um, what do we got here? So Guernsey has one on here, who I think is currently actually in the chat too. So props on you on self control. Uh, does the new raid setup mean that farming the new? Oh, I need to. I need to make a video about this. Mm -hmm. uh, Same about Thursday. Does the new raid setup mean that farming the newest GL is almost mandatory? Even players who are nowhere near having all the GLs, e.g., like, for example, he only has two, JNK and Jabba. But Jabba has given me a disproportionate advantage almost every game mode compared to other GLs. I could have farmed, and that was before we saw Crate's contributions. So I have, like, a pretty solidified answer that, again, I'm going to do um, – um, I'm going to make a video on. But what's, what's your take on this? Like, how important is the new GL? I think it's going forward, it's a must. And it's going to be one of those situations where you're going to want it as quickly as possible to recruit those assets that you use to get it. Like looking for Java, for instance, like not, not only do you have the raid advantage, you have the, the mod advantage with that mission. Um, there's just, And then GAC too. Like obviously new GLs means a whole new set of powers and the power scale. So it's going to be a pretty good competitor when it comes to GAC, especially on defense. So, yeah, I would definitely say it would be a must and as soon as possible. I think that's the way CG's game plan has been since day one, all the way back from, like, Jedi Knight Revan. Like, if you didn't have it, it's too bad for you. It sucked in Arena and then eventually in GAC. So you definitely new shiny when it comes to those GL titles. You need those. Yeah, so I um, I guess I'll make the first clarification. There's no – well, actually, you made a pretty good point, though. Um, I was going to say there's no guarantee the new GL every single time is going to be having the same effect that Java has right now because Guernsey's – the comedy makes in the question is Java is pretty much excelling in every game mode. I, the only game mode that Java is not good in is in fleets, and that's because he's not, he's not doing anything there. Every other single one – Conquest, TB, GC, and ter Territory Wars, and then obviously the Raid. He's like top three GL in each one yeah. of those game modes or something like that. So 
very, very good. And then his entry cost isn't even that high with relic levels and whatnot. Like he beats out Lord Vader by a mile. Um, so to answer the question, I, I don't think we can I don't think we can label all of them the same. Jabba is definitely that way if you have a developed roster. His other weakness that, that what you have when you're farming him is he does not fill out teams well, like not nearly as well as C or JML or even JMK does. Um, but if you have if you already have a lot of core teams, then yeah, like he's he's really good. But the, the thing that you said I think scares me, not doesn't scare me, but makes me lean towards the fact that the the overall the answer to the question is. Does the new raid set mean that firing the newest gel is almost mandatory? I, I think the answer is yes, because like you were saying with Jedi Knight Revan, whatever new is coming out, they're going to incentivize it. There, there's going to be a reason to get the new thing. And like even like outside of jails, we saw it with Inquisitors. Inquisitors ended up having it was kind of a slow rollout, but they ended up having a ton of uses in a variety of different game modes. They're really important. And TWGI is on the crons, really important. JC with Reva's on the crons. They've been really important several times in Conquest. They're, they have their own missions in TV. They're there. They're even good in fleet right now. Um, so yeah, is the new thing or new GL or new hotness always get, is going to be banter? I the answer is yes. And then if you think about it too, like today is the first day of me having a real Inquisitor team because I got a Reva. Like before that, they weren't a real team. I wasn't really able to do much when it comes to uh, outside stuff. How much rewards did I miss? Like when it comes to assault battles, when it comes to um, oh, yeah. all this other stuff that they were needed, even Conquest too, like all those missions, like how much harder did I have to to work to get the the conquest yeah rewards. less efficient you have to be because you can just go to the treasure nodes and do the purge or the whatever yeah like it, it, it like it sucked not having them like how much like you end up spending more resources by not doing what cg wants you to do and it cg wants you to get that new hot shiny toy you know and you have to be very selective because there's some characters that may not have that initial i don't know importance aka like an afro Afro is good for GAC players, but nothing else. You know, there's really nothing other benefit other than GAC. So, like, I don't know. Like, you have to pick and choose your spots, but it's very important to keep that mindful attitude when it comes to these new tunes that they bring out. Yeah. So I, I need I need to make a video about like I'm because I've been getting a lot of comments of like is Java the best first GL, and it's the answer is pretty nuanced, but in short. If you have a lot of your core teams developed, yeah, he is. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, so going backwards here, uh, something about Lakers winning. Um, if a person wanted to learn more about Star Wars past the movies, what games, books, comics would you tell them to start with? Oh, my goodness. That's kind of a long question. Um, All right, Keila, give me one of each. One game, one book, and what comic? Gosh. Um, I don't think of mine. Oh, my gosh, that's so hard. I think game-wise, um, uh, game-wise, I would have to split it into two, like canon and not canon. Not canon, I would definitely say probably um, Knights of the Old Republic. I think it's a staple yeah. of a Star Wars fan. Like you definitely need I was that. Say the same thing. Kotor is really important. It's for yeah. world building. Yeah. Follow, followed by I always say Force Unleashed because it's just it's enjoyable. You know, uh, when it comes to canon games, uh, we don't have that much. Uh, 
story. Yeah, it's wise. pretty much Fallen Order. It's either Fallen or Order 2, or yeah, Battlefront Two. And I would give the edge to Fallen Order. I think it's going to have bigger implications than the Battlefront Two. So that would be that one. Book wise, um, oh my goodness, I'm trying to think of one. If I only was able to read one book, um, that well, one for me is it's pretty hard. easy. What would be yours if, if you have yours already? Thrawn trilogy. Thrawn trilogy is good. Oh my goodness! Like to me, it's the king. Like that—that's the number one. If, you, if you're gonna do anything book related. Unless you have a specific affinity with a certain character, that one beats yeah, it. Yeah, that's the tough. I think I think that I don't know. Thrawn trilogy is good. Uh, oh, the the question was to get a better insight on the movies, correct? Uh, no, to learn more about Star Wars past the movie. So basically, what can help you learn about Star Wars um, that isn't a movie? And I feel like Thrawn is so disconnected from the Star Wars universe and whole. Like, if you were to change the characters, like, it just sounds something completely different than Star Wars because it's outside of known space. Like, it's in, uh, like, wild that's, space. Um, that's, like, his prequel trilogy. I would agree with that. But, like, his main line, like, it's Empire, like, Tarkin, Emperor, Palpatine, yeah. Vader. The, like, the, first, trilogy. the yeah. first trilogy. But I, I don't feel like it has the same... The second trilogy is really hard, actually, if you're not big on Star Wars. Yeah, I don't know. Like, this isn't, that one's really hard. I'm trying to think of one that had, like, the most impact on canon. Um, I don't know. I'll think about that one. Maybe next podcast I'll have, like, a definitive answer. I'm, I'm thinking of, like, the from a certain point of view series but it's like you don't really need those ones and i i, I love them those because are cool you know, but yeah i wouldn't it's it's not like super impactful i'm thinking of a story that like impacts everything else that would like be super super strong that like i think is a must read um shoot yeah i would definitely have to think about that one and comic book wise i think you're just you would want to go with the main star wars line uh there's a grip of issues now and it almost leads into every existing comic book like the bounty hunter uh wars it led into there like any main event so the star wars line is going to end up hitting so i i would really suggest reading that one there's times where it's not as strong as other times but I, it but it has a little piece of everything you're going to get the majority of the star wars characters are going to be introduced in there and then if you like that character you can look at their own solo comics like afra gets introduced not not in there, but she's also in yeah, there. Ever was introduced. I, I was going to recommend Darth Vader's. Darth Darth Vader's. I think it, for me, it's a superior line. Like that that comic book series. It's also like, a little easier to handle in the main line. Yeah, but the main line covers everything. Like it goes from a New Hope all the way to Empire Strikes Back, and eventually is going to get into that uh, Return of the Jedi. So I, I I think if you're just want like vanilla. You go Star Wars line, but if you're like a diehard Darth Vader line, Darth Vader head, then go Darth Vader. Like I think that one has really, really good information, even to the sequel trilogies too. So, personal choice, Darth Vader. I think vanilla choice, Star Wars. All right, sweet. Um, what are your thoughts on the current landscape of Star Wars video games? If you could have a Star Wars game made, 
be made, what error in story would you want it to explore? Oh, okay. Oh, I, I've got mine. Easy. Easy, too. You go first. I went first last time. So this is wildly specific, but I would like a... So this will be like right before the prequel trilogy come out. This is actually probably about the time, um, for those of you who watch Tales of the Jedi, the Dooku, him going out into all the universe, I would really like, and I my first Star Wars game video game that I ever played was Jedi Power Battles. It was on the PlayStation 1, and it was the Phantom Menace. It was two-player. You could play one player, but it was two-player. You're going kind of through the story of the Phantom Menace. What I would really like is something like that that was preferably either multiplayer or kind of similar to Coach where you could have companions where it was, it's Dooku and Qui-Gon, and you're following some, like, master scheme going around on planets, essentially just being normal Jedi peacekeepers and kind of staying away a little bit from the corruption of the Galactic Republic because that's that's not really a gripe. That's the one of the things that, for me, um, has already been explored enough of the doubt like i don't i don't i'm not really interested in the downfall of the republic anymore i've seen that i've seen that a ton like clone wars has made that quite clear bad best did a pretty good job at it tales of the jedi kind of drove it home like i, I want to see a little bit more what the jedi and what the republic were, were actually supposed to be doing and rather than how did they collapse into the or grow into the empire however you want to word that so that's what i would want yeah, no, I think that would be that would that would be fun. I, I think I have a very similar game, but um, I, have you ever seen Destiny? Destiny at all? Played it? I I know of it. I'm 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 honestly a terrible gamer. I I do Star Wars. <laughs> I I went I went into Destiny pretty hard. Like I really like that game. I love like the PvP. I love the gameplay aspect of it. The gunplay. It just feels really really nice. I would like a style like that in Star Wars. I want it to be open world. I want it to be online. So you see other people playing. You can have PVP. You can have the main story missions. You can have raids. I think that would be awesome. But set it in the Clone Wars and um, really just make it faction-based too. So you would have, like in Destiny, you have different um, different classes you can play. You can play Hunter, you can play Titan, or you can play Warlock. So I think the base vanilla faction, or classes i would pick would be jedi obviously because there's a ton of them in in lore um bounty hunters and say mandalorians and i know they they have a little bit of crossover but i think those three factions you start off with um they have different perks they have different class abilities different specials you could use you can make it a little more customizable customize your character i think that would be really big too having uh, vanity items like helmets uh, stuff from Characters we already know in Star Wars, you can make trans micro transactions like that. I, I would go buck wild in a game like that. Uh, anything to play with people online, raids I think would be amazing. When it comes to the Clone Wars era, you can have a raid where you go against Dooku as like a, the final boss. Um, you you can go against uh, Admiral Trench. Like you have a, a ginormous array of different villains and characters you can go against and um, you could do tons of dlcs to introduce new classes separatist class all sorts of different things i i think they could really really just rake up as much money as they wanted to with a game like that especially for me all right so we have another question has whose kid has it anyway been put on ice we just haven't had time <laughs> 
that that's that is the answer um and we're, like we're gonna run out we're gonna run out of time today i think we've been going yeah. for almost two hours now um we, we like it uh there's nothing wrong with it we we have enough entries to go for quite a while with it but we we've just been missing too many shows where a lot of like really really relevant information is building up and it's becoming it's because it, it's kind of the easiest thing to cut out so um yeah. i'm not saying it won't be back it's definitely not canceled um but uh, until we get feel like we're at a place where we're caught up or maybe we're like really low on information at a time will it come back out and, and it was easier as a weekly um podcast to do the whose kid is it because information doesn't drop as 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 much um even even today we're probably not going to be able to talk about visions like regular star wars oh, stuff yeah let it, we aren't let let alone like stuff that's happening in game so it's just it, it's just tough and when you look at things to like cut out like it sucks but it's like whose kid is it you know and plus i suck at it guys let's be real Calvin whoops me so hard in that game i'm okay with it that's just like... no I, I like the game and again like we'll again we'll, we'll maybe play again at some point but yeah taylor hit the nail on that too like we're we'd like to talk about visions today too and that's probably not going to happen so no. Um, but I think looking back in here, trying to make sure we got all of them. Um, either we might, I can't remember the exact date we did the last one. I didn't do this properly last time. Um, yeah, we'll probably call it there. We might have to come back to some questions later, but yeah, Tilo, it's, we've been going for almost about two hours now. Do you have anything else you would like to say or anything you would like to cover? I don't think we missed any of our, oh, I guess just you, if you want to summarize really quickly. How was your entire GAC season? Like, how was the 3v3 for you? Um, 3v3, I went 6-3, uh, and three, so I lost one match every week. Yikes. So, so it wasn't too, too bad. But, I mean, 6-3 uh, six, six is a pretty ridiculous score. Like, 5-4 and four is a win. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it, it was it, it was okay. It wasn't, it wasn't that bad. I'm back into Kyber 1, so I'm skating the edge like always. So uh, the goal is just to stay in Kyber 1 as long as possible. So I, I really got to step it up this 5-5 season. 5-5 uh, seasons are the, where I really struggled because people with bigger rosters, that's when you can really, really take advantage. Where in 3v3, I can really spread out some of my teams and uh, just use mechanics to really beat out people. And 5v5, less teams. I, I can't do death by a thousand paper cuts. Like it's got to be death by a ginormous thing right in your face. And sometimes I just don't have the relics on the team to really hold people off on defense. So we'll see if Riva makes a difference, but I highly doubt it. I feel like there's going to be a lot more people with her. So it's going to kind of be like one of those situations where it just equals everything out. Gosh, I hope there isn't a lot more people with her. I, 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 I think mean, we're going to see a big boy. Like I can hope yeah. all I want. That doesn't change reality. Yeah, so we'll we'll see. Hopefully this season I'll be happy with like a five and four as long as I stay positive in the the record, and we'll see if that's even enough to keep me in cover one. Hey, I'm kind of stalking your uh, your roster right now. Um, just so I don't know if you're aware of this, and maybe you are, and this is just unnecessary, but you have a broken set on Malgus. Yeah, so I was playing a lot with mods recently. Like, if you look at my roster, there's tons of missing rods. Uh, that's just because of the raid. So, oh, okay. I, yeah, I was putting. If you oh, look yeah, at my your, last, guest doesn't even, your guest doesn't even have all mods on. 
Yeah, so if you look at Lando, Lando's speed is like dumb fast for Lando right now. I think he's like 320 something. 326, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so yeah, they're all broken. And then and then Reva came into the game too. So I wanted to make her mod set all all nice. So I I basically have to do a whole re-roster or remodding on my account, which is fun. I like I like doing those. Sweet. Yeah, my my season was actually it, it was it was really good too. I was a little bit surprised actually, and I'm sure I'll have a really like kind of like you're saying in five. So I have a very rude awakening. I went seven and two, which I wasn't really aware that that was still possible in the new system. I, I must have been doing bad because I'm now I'm now close to where I've been for like my record breaking. Like I like it, I've been very rarely been. I think I've been up this high like two or three times. Um, but I'm back there. And now on top of that, um, you're back in the 200s. Um, I'm sorry, what you're back in the 200s around there, uh, 300 around there, yeah. But I, I, I've, I've got to be the only one within a mile without Reba, so that's gonna, that's gonna be a really rude awakening. That means just means trails coming for offense. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, yeah, most certainly. Yeah. But that's all. Um, that's awesome. Really season. I'm trying. I'm trying to remember. If there's like any like really big things that I feel like I learned throughout it. Um, Star Star Killer Star Killer's Cron or Marjay's Cron pretty makes pretty much makes sure all of Ray's Crons look like garbage. Oh, also, um, for anyone wondering in three v three, the the old Resistance Cron is significantly better than Ben's. Like I was going through and just like on a practical level, it was it was it was learned it was really really good, um, but I looked up the statistics with Insight and like there's a there's a bit there was a big variance of win losses between the Resistance Crons and the Ben Solo Crons. That's what I wanted to ask you. We probably might don't I don't know even know if we have enough time, but the Insight like I'm really really interested in that, but it looks awesome. Oh, it's a stupid good tool. And if you, someone made a comment in the chat on one of my Twitch streams, and I think they, they made a pretty good point. They were like, this is a really good tool, but if you don't know what you're looking for, it it's probably not like, it, it's just that it's a tool. It's, it's only going to be as good as the person who's pushing in the numbers and knows that you're looking for specific things like a Datacron or an Omicron or a bare mm -hmm. minimum relics level. Um you, there, there does require a certain amount of expertise, I guess, uh, for it to be really valuable. So, and, and this is the Swoga.gg, like the new thing they introduced, correct? Yeah. Yeah. And how much was it, like a, a month? It's like five bucks right now? Uh, for I don't know if they've changed it yet, but it's a $10 entry for it. $10? Yeah, you have, you have to be at least a $10 Patreon to have access to it. Okay. And, and then they say it was a discount, discounted for the first trial, first couple of months? Yeah, their their beta it was open for I don't know like a three dollar thing or something. Yeah, or, we're not we're not sponsored by them by the no. way, but but it, it looks like an awesome awesome tool. It's probably so from a content creator perspective, I might actually spend money on it. Like I for those of you who know, I I've, I've never spent a dime in relation to this game other than like content creator stuff like a computer and well. Computer was GoFundMe. Thank you everyone for that. But like lights and camera and stuff like that. Like that's I've never actually spent money on any even 
Galaxy of Heroes or Galaxy of Heroes Tool, I'm strongly considering it because it just gives it gives you so much nuanced data that is like it like the, the biggest thing that I'm looking at right now. I don't even want to mention it because it's such a good idea. Uh, yeah. I, in fact, I probably won't. But there there are some ways that you can find out data to be able to put videos together that are worth more to me than than the entry level cost is to get it. Like it's stupid good. Uh, no, hundred percent. Like I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it. I probably won't get it, but I'm like, I need somebody to make like a bootleg version of this, and then I can <laughs> take advantage of this. I'm, I'm looking at you, kid. Make it on GAC science. Let me, let me have a free version of this. <laughs> nah, it's if you like, if you're like down with spending money on hot utils or whatever, like this is yeah. The, oh, this it, over it, hot it's, utils. It's, the same, it's probably the same level. Well, I guess it depends on how into GAC you are. You're in a GAC, it's like the same level of worth, uh, yeah. if not better. Like it's it's stupid good. Yeah, I 100% say this is way better than hot utils. Like if you were gonna do that, like this would be way. Hot better. utils. The great thing about hot utils is you, you, you. I use hot utils for like four different things. Like that's my bronzeums. That's uh, my mod management. That's my conquest tracker. Um, and I, I, they have a kind of a connection thing with. Um, SWG gear that kind of helps you track your farming. So it, it's, it's useful for a lot of things, but it's um, it's not the same for his GAC, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I like you said, if I think your focus is GAC, this is the one I get. This is pretty dope. Should yeah. let me get a free version. I'll be the sponsor. Um, just to <laughs> respond to uh, just to respond to our our chat here. Um, Lord Vader does very oh Lord Vader does poorly against Seer Starkiller. Uh we were going out the very hard way. He literally Starkiller one shot not only my Maul, but he one shot my Lord Vader. But to be fair to my opponent, I was up against a guy named Overcast. He's actually pretty frequent on a lot of like Discords. Dude, he had the best setup of that team, I think literally possible. His Datacron was cracked, he had all the Omicrons, they were high relics. He had really seen good mods, but it was, it did some really dumb stuff. And then, um, I'm not sure how to pronounce your name, uh, Leipana, uh, you, uh, to plug the, the trivia guy. So there is currently right now several videos of SWGH trivia, um, going around right now. And there's a creator, his name is Yuke's Maru. I believe his channel is Yuke's Trivia on YouTube. If you want to check that out, he's got some pretty good stuff. Uh, Yuke's, that's spelled Y. E-W-K-S. Uh, you can find a channel. You can find some cool things. I did. I, I tagged everyone when, when he did the first video that me, uh, Sanjita, and Star Wars Dad were a part of. I tagged everyone on the server. I think I left it up for a month or something like that. But okay. he just recently did a new one with uh, Zareth. And um, yeah, he's got three out total now. Okay, cool. I'm going to have to check that out. I haven't seen that. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but you might... <laughs> Someone on the on the most recent one might be way more in their game than you think they are. Oh, looking at the phone? No, no, no. Like they're like like really on the ball. Like they they know they know significantly more than you might think they would have. Ooh. Okay. I'm excited. This is what I'm gonna do after the Laker game, my mom. <laughs> I'm gonna check that out. Oh, yeah. All right, so I think we're like well over our time, oh, and I've ran out of my sixty or seventy battles to sim. So, do you, do you have anything you like to say before we peace out? Yeah, if the Lakers win, 
Hit up Eric, uh, hit up Zareth and say, go Lakers. <laughs> I'll be right fine. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure you'll enjoy that immensely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and his following's a lot, I think is a little bit bigger than ours. It's a lot bigger than ours is. Um, oh, yeah. So if he wants revenge on you, enjoy. <laughs> it's going to suck if they win the series. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, but until the next time, guys, thank you for watching. And as always, stay mad awesome.